on behalf of Dr. Gustav and just want to say welcome. If this is your first time, I want you to raise your hands so that we can give you a God bless you. Welcome, welcome, Johan. Welcome, beautiful lady. Give them a God bless you. Amen. You know, you always have to invite somebody to church that, is, that have never been or never heard the Word of God before. Amen. Well, I just want to say that we are busy with faith to end strong and start 2020 strong because we're not going to die out or not going to faint out or not going to fall out before 2021 ends. We're going to end strong no matter what. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to end strong no matter what. The enemy is a liar. His pants is on fire like Dr. Gustav will say. Man, don't we miss our father in the house? Come on, I say this is a really safe service because people that come to the 9.30 service really want to hear the Word of God because if they, they, they always look at my shoes and say, okay, no, we're going to have a short service, but today I've got flats on, so I might take you like Dr. Gustav for three hours. But man, if you are in this service when he preach, you are saved, delivered, and set free. Come on, give the man of God of this house a God bless you. You see, we are talking about faith and end strong. Your faith is measured by movement. Come on. You can say you have faith, but if you don't put your action to your faith or to your words, it's dead. But faith comes with movement because the church is moving on. We are a moving people. We can never stagnate. You can't live on yesterday's miracle because His, his grace and His mercy and His blessing is new every morning. I don't know about you, but there's a song that say it is new every morning. New every morning. Great is your faithfulness, oh God. Now, I'm not a singer, so I'm not going to do that. Um, I, I'm, you know, I know you want to laugh, but I'm not gonna, it's not going to be on my account today. But you need to know, it's not a, it's a movement. Faith is a movement. It's not a feeling. Because if faith was a feeling, it's just somebody sharing me. I can hear myself. Praise the Lord. Just get your phones out and press that share button. Get the word out. Amen. I'm all about getting the word out. But faith is a movement. It's not a feeling. Because if we have to move on what we feel all the time, we will be in serious trouble. I promise you, if I had to be moved, and moved by my feelings, I would not even be here today. You would have showed up to a closed door. You say, really, Tasha? Yes, because I felt tired this morning when I had to wake up. But it's by faith that we go and we are movers and shakers. Come on. It's by faith that you stand up and that you go out of your door. It's by faith that you can greet somebody and know that, you know, whatever comes your way, God is for you. He's not against you. Because faith must be an exercise. It must be exercised for it to become real. You need to exercise it. And I know many people, I, I, I hear it many times, but God doesn't want to do it for me. God is doing it for everybody else, but He doesn't want to do it for me. No, 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 no. You need to come to the place 
where you say, it doesn't matter what I see on the outside. It doesn't matter how the storm looks, the disciples. It doesn't matter how crazy it goes. It doesn't matter what people are saying and what, what business is looking like. But I'm going to trust God no matter what. I'm first going to start with the action, with the words I speak. Because speaking is action. Come on. I'm first going to declare it. And then I'm going to put movement to it. Because if you are one of those that pray in your house like this, Lord Jesus, I pray that you fill my cupboards. Oh, heck no. I was the entertainment of my neighbor. You can ask my children. If I just had it in, during the day, I will take the broom. And they will probably be asleep, but I will start dancing with the broom. I will sweep and I will declare and I will decree. Why? Because I know who my God is. On the outside, it might look funny to you, but I know what action can do. If I put action to my faith, come on. Come on. Otherwise, it's dead. It's a movement. Faith is betting on God. Do you know if you don't believe, you still believe? Do you know that? I don't believe it's going to happen. Okay, so you believe it's not going to happen. Do you know it? But we are putting so much of our energy on the negative things and on fear that we forget about. Man, just change that negative energy to positive energy and start believing what the Word is saying. Because if God is the creative God, and if we have God kind of faith, that means when God spoke the universe into existence, it means I have creative power and can speak my miracle into existence. And I'm going to come to the scripture. You know I'm a scripture person. But do you know that you are exactly today where you spoke what you said yesterday? You are exactly where you are today because of the words you spoke over yourself yesterday. And you may say, Tasha, what? It's true. I don't care how difficult it gets. But you will never hear me say negative things about my kids. I don't care how it looks in my bank account. You will never say, hear me say any negative thing about my bank account. Come on. Because I know that we get ensnared by the words that we speak. And I said it last week. When you are ensnared by the words that you speak... It means it's tangled around your feet. It means it's so, the chains is so around you that it's pulling you down that it's even harder for you to get up. But let's go to our basic scripture or our basis scripture. Matthew. No, Mark 11, 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Have faith in who? In your mother, in your father, in your brother, in the country, 
in the president. Have faith in God. The one translation puts it nice. It says, have the God kind of faith. What is the God kind of faith? It's a moving kind of faith. I just explained it to you. What is the God kind of faith? It's where you walk into a situation and you speak life and you see results. When the doctors say you're going to die, you say, yes, doctor, I hear, but I'm changing the atmosphere. I will live and not die. Come on. When they want to um, repossess your house and the bank says, we are coming for you. That is the kind of, I know I'm in debt, you can say, but you can say, Lord, I don't care about that because you are El Shaddai, the many-breasted one, the one that will provide. Come on. God kind of faith. Speak the things that you don't see as if it is. Because faith is not a natural thing. It's a spiritual thing that needs to manifest in the natural. Because Hebrews say, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. But we, do you think God wants to do the possible for you? No, you can do the possible for yourself. But God wants to do the impossible for you. And I don't want to run ahead of me. He wants to do the impossible for you. He wants to do the impossible through you. For surely I say to you, whoever say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he say will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever thing you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them you will what you will have them you need to understand it's have faith in God number one and act upon it you need to act upon your faith simple simply act a simple act of faith is believing in your heart and saying with your mouth act accordingly believing in your heart the action is saying with your mouth and act accordingly come on act accordingly is the key God kind of faith is a language that few people understand God kind of faith is a language that angels the Holy Spirit, God Himself understand. Because you need to understand, God can only use what is, of him, what is of Himself in you. And when He see Himself in you, He will draw Himself out of you and He will use that. God cannot use anything that's not in His Word or he, that is against His Word. He can only pull from His Word that is under inside of you but Satan on the other hand he's waiting like a roaring lion to see who he can devour by the words that you speak and you say but Pastor Tasha why is things happening to me why is things bad in my life I will tell you what comes out of your mouth honey because Satan is waiting his demons is waiting to act upon what you say don't think 
don't think if you have an anointing on your life and you have a calling on your life and you say yes to God, He's going to leave you. He's going to try everything to kill, steal, and destroy that dream you are carrying on the inside of you. And that's why it's important, people. You can sit here today and you can say, oh, it's just another faith message. We know it all. Yes, it is another faith message. I will speak. We will preach on faith until you get it. (laughs) There was one pastor. He preached on a scripture and he only used but God. In the scripture, in the sentence was but God. He preached for three months about but God. Now, how long can I talk about but faith? Come on, forever. Because we are, faith is a Christian walk. That is what we do. That is who we are. And you need to let people see it in your life. They need to see the impossible become possible. Because many of us, we are praying, Lord, I'm trusting you for 10 rand. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 yeah, my heart. I'm not here to, I'm not a uh, um, prosperity preacher like that. I want, God wants you to prosper, but you know, I don't preach things like that. Okay? But God said, no, I don't want you to trust me for 10 rand. I want you to trust me for more. Because the 10 rand is possible. But start calling the impossible in your life. Start showing people that I'm real. Start showing people that everything on the, on the earth belongs to the Father. Start showing people. Proverbs 3 verses 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Because many times we cannot accept things we don't understand. Come on. Is there some people in the house like that? Or is it just me? It's easier to accept things you understand. But when the, the thing comes that you don't understand, you try to figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, what do you do? You reject it. And many people reject faith. Come on, they will say, Oh, you also that prosperity preachers. Name it, claim it, slap it and grab it, preachers. No, 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 no. I don't pray over somebody else's car for myself. That's witchcraft. Come on. I pray for brand new. Out of the box. Not, I don't need a car, Lord. You know I don't need a car. It's, like, it's okay. Because you know I'm, I'm clever like that. Hey, I'm clever. I drive everybody else's car because I don't want to pay the maintenance. If I have my own car, I have to pay my own fines, pay my own service, you know. So I just pick Jossie or Viance. I go, who's got the most gas in? And that's the one I drive. I'm blessed like that. Amen. Come on, ladies. You should give me a shout out right there. (laughs) The man is like, sure, thank you. She's not my wife. (laughs) Don't worry. Viance got the grace. Amen. But God wants to turn the impossible into your life. And He wants to do the miraculous for you, especially in this time. God has placed a dream in your life. And I want to speak about the others were foundation, but I want to speak about this. I want you to go to 1 Corinthians 2 verses 1. I'm going to read there 
Because many times we want to do what we know. But what if God calls you to the unknown? What if God tells you, forget about what you know, what you've learned. Forget about your skill. But I called you where you can only trust on me. And when you do and go over to action, you will not get glory. But God will rise up and he will get the glory because it's a miracle that you are doing what you can't do. Do you understand where I'm going? Because it's a faith walk. Every time if you are are saying no to something because you are afraid, and I like the book of Joyce Myers, it says, do it afraid. Because we have so many excuses not to go over into action. But when you are scared, you just do it afraid. Come on. I had a lady. She was scared to pray for people. And I told her, Liffy, this, long is too, this line is too long for me to pray for everybody. You need to mark, quote scripture, do whatever you need to do. Slap them on the head, do something, but you're going to help me. But pastor, I said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. You don't travel with me if you can't pray. My daughter Grace and I was in a big church in, in, in Lafayette. And that day, everybody decided to come out for prayer. Right? It was crazy. Everybody And I was like, Lord, this is going to be long. I've got high heels on. My feet are killing me. And I said, Graceland? I said, yes, mom. I said, you're going to pray. In English, I said, I don't care what language. <coughs> but pray, you're going to pray. And we got through that line. Myself and Graceland. She had no choice. To be afraid. Amen. <coughs> Let's go. 1 Corinthians 2 verses 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined, sorry about this. Can you put off the fan for my eyes, please? For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should be in wisdom, of not in wisdom of man, but in power of God. Your faith should not be in wisdom of man, but in power of God. Now, you need to understand, this was Paul speaking. Now, Paul was the greatest intellectual mind ever created in the Bible time. He was highly educated. He knew everything about anything. He could speak. Man, he can do you a faith message for 365 days. He can do... Paul was the great man intellectually. He was better than Peter. He was better than John. He was better than James. He was so good that while he was preaching, he wrote the Bible. But here God comes and he calls Paul and he said, listen here. And verse 3 stood out to me where he say, where he say that Paul said, I was 
with you in weakness, in fear, and much trembling. Now you need to understand, Paul was a man that was thrown in the lion's den. Come on. He was shipwrecked. He was beaten. He was, he was, and every time something happened, he was stoned. Every time something happened to him, he gets up and preached the gospel. He gets up and preached the gospel. But here, this great man, I think afraid of nothing, because if you were shipwrecked, thrown in a lion's den, and, and, and you know, you were beaten so many times, and you were stoned so many times, you would say, I would say, okay, Lord, I had enough. Come and get me. I'm done. Not Paul. But here he comes, this great evangelist of all time. You can call him, he had a PhD. Not permanent head damage like Dr. Gustav would say. But he was beyond doubt. Come on. He had no question about a word because he had an encounter with Jesus and that encounter caused him not to doubt ever in his life. But here he comes and he says, I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. Paul is actually saying, I'm with you, but I cannot tell you what I know. I can only preach Jesus. I can only preach Jesus. It's not about what I know, but it's about what God placed on the inside of me. Because he had to kill and to do what he did, he had to study. But God comes and he said, I don't want your study brain. I don't want your wisdom. I want you to move by my power. And how many of you, you are sitting here in fear and trembling? You are sitting here in doubt. You are sitting here in weakness and you say, Lord, I want to do something for you, but I'm so afraid. I'm so scared. What is my neighbors going to say? What is the people around me going to say? But listen here, like the book says, just do it afraid. Who cares? Man, I get attacked because I'm a woman preacher. Not once, all the time. And I said, well, God knew what he was doing. I'm not changing my sex just to please you, brother. My husband has a nice saying about that one. He said, well, if woman can't preach, then his wife mustn't pray for him. Oops. But Paul had to go from what he knew to the unknown. He had to step up in faith because he knew it was not with wisdom because with wisdom you can still figure it out and in wisdom and human wisdom you can still you can still have a conversation about it but when it came to the power of God it's moving from something you don't know or something you know into something you don't know and that is where you come and you say Lord what happened around me I'm, I'm looking to the left I'm looking to the right I'm not understanding you right now but hello I'm obedient and I will just stand here if even if I'm trembling and even if I'm fearful, Lord, I'm trusting in you because you are the author and the finisher of my faith. Come on. I never wanted to do public speaking, public preaching, public anything. I'm good behind the scenes. And I will never forget our first, second or first, I don't even remember, conference center. I was sitting at the back and I was still making jokes with Brian. I said, Brian, she's going to call you out. She's going to ask you to preach. My words was not even five seconds in the air. 
drunk. Dr. Judy Laird, I will never forget that. She called me to the front and said, she, you need to preach. And I, was, I felt like I was working it down in my head. If I fall under the power of God, I know you never thought that. And just lay there and pretend I'm, I'm under the anointing. Will she leave me alone? I tried it. She said, just speak up. And I thought to myself, Lord, have mercy. And I was like, okay, Lord. You know me and you have a plan here. My plan is an exit plan. <laughs> like, Lord, I don't know how, but I need to get out of here. And when I looked, she put the mic in my hand and she left the building. And I was like, no, 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 Lord, you had it wrong. That was my plan. And the rest is history. And my husband said, now it's not getting you to start. It's getting you to hush up. I'm not allowed to say the other word. I get in trouble. But anyway, but God will never ask you what you can do. Because he see greatness on the inside of you. Ilana, he see greatness on the inside of you. And God doesn't see what you see and he doesn't do what you do. But he see beyond what you see. He see the creative being that he created, created with all the talents and all everything on the inside of you that he has placed there. So when God calls you, he's calling that thing that does not exist into existence. When God says, I see a great prophet on the inside of you. Are you a prophet now? No, God is calling it into existence. He's calling you. He's calling your greatness, sweet lady, into existence. He's calling because God is seeing himself in you. And what is of God in you, he needs to pull out of you, Bridget. He's calling it into existence. He's not going to ask you to do, because I was very good in business and I was very good in a lot of things, but God doesn't use me for that. He said, no, no, no. You, um, you, you're going to speak and you're going to preach. And I was like, Paul, I said, man, I come to you and I've got bad speech and I can't even pronounce the words right. And Lord, 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 I think I could have failed English maybe in school one day, one time. I don't even know. And God said, no, 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 no. I didn't ask you if you can do it. I said, Lord, I can only say yes and no, and please let me go. But you know how good God is? Since I was small, He placed English people around me. Since I was small, He placed people that I could practice. And sometimes I will have my tenses wrong. And sometimes I will have my spelling wrong. Man, it's creative writing. But God said, I don't care. I'm looking beyond what you see. I'm calling beyond what you feel and what you think. I'm calling myself from the inside of you to come out so that greatness can manifest on the face of the earth. Come on. And the rest is history. Now I can tongue twist, I can say a word wrong, I can create my own words. When I first preached in America, 
Stephanie, when I couldn't pronounce a, uh, pronounce a word, I said the fingiki majingiki. Now, I don't care if you know what the fingiki majingiki is, I knew what it was. And later, everybody were, hey, Pastor, how's the fingiki majingiki? Come on. But that's how you step out. The very first time I had a mic in my hand, it was not easy. I wanted to cry and I prayed that God opened the earth and swallow me. Because I was so afraid. Because in real life, people is more scared of public speaking than they are of death. But I had to do it afraid. Myself and Pastor Lanzao, we went to a conference and there was quite big names at the conference and we were speakers. And I told her, man, I will be your intercessor. Can you do my slot? And she looked at me and she said, no. They were anointed to do it. We were born and anointed to do it. And I went with that in my head. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm just going to do it. Come on. The rest is history. How many times were you paralyzed because you were so afraid of what people think? If I had to worry about what people think, I would have done nothing except make money. And I promise you today, you can think what you want, you can say what you want. Yes, it does. Sometimes it's hurtful. But I'm not going to let that control who I am and what God wants to use me for. Come on. Because... You need to realize that Ephesians 6.16 says, Above all, carry above all, carry the shield of faith so that you can extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. What do I have? I have a shield of faith that protects me wherever I go. Every time a fearing dart comes, I just pull out the shield of faith and I hold it in front of me and I know I'm protected by the blood of Jesus and the finished work of the cross. That means, hello, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, I, I still want to get upset and I still want to feel hurt and I still want to, I still want to, I still want to. But hello, when I take out the fear, the shield of faith, I declare the word of God over my life and I will say I am what the word says I am I can do what the word says I can do I will achieve what the word says I will achieve not man not woman but God's got the final say over my life and if I am me and myself and God is in is okay then we are okay and we can do come on but just because somebody said something about you once in your life. And many people are still holding on to that little opinion of some kind of family member, maybe a teacher. Now let me tell you a story. I hate maths. I, 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 I'm, I'm really, if, I, if my son brings his books, uh, everything in my, I, I start trembling. I pay people to do maths with my children. Just because one day somebody said I couldn't do a sum and I was so tired and this person had to look after me and, 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 and I was like, I'm beyond exhausted. I, I can still remember it. 
and it was like nine o'clock and my daddy said I must sleep at eight o'clock so you are even over your time person my dad was at church and the person told me I wish you will fail and I looked at the person now if you know I had quite a witty personality and I and I said if I fail it's your fault because you're not doing a good job and you know it was a grown up so I could have gotten a hiding if my dad hurt me but I thought that day listen here you just cursed me and since that day I hated maths the very first thing and I thank God I'm not in school today the very first thing I dropped were maths and if I, if, if I could choose between language and English would have also been out of, off of my list but today I only read English books and my children are English so we are quite God quite he did quite a miracle And you know what I realized? Because I wasn't good in maths, I pushed my children to be great in it. If my son doesn't get a certain percentage for maths, we have intense moments of fellowship. But then again, I told him this was a tough year, son. I said, the fact that our children passed, it's a miracle and they didn't just pass they passed great I don't know what your family went through but my children had to have seen face two deaths in the family a few COVIDs in our family sudden moves sudden things sudden disruptions in our family but they still made it why? because of the words we declare over their life we faith talk them through school we faith talk them through life come on people because God will call you to the place of the known, to the place of the unknown. And He will say, rise up. Rise up, son and daughter of destiny. There is greatness on the inside of you. I have placed myself, God has placed Himself in you to manifest so that people can say and see what, look what the Lord have done never just look at people as normal this Marissa can I tell the story is it okay when Marissa when I met Marissa she was pregnant with Matthew she was in the church but I didn't notice her but suddenly I, I don't know if I noticed her or her belly but I noticed something and then my heart started going out for her. And Marissa actually did a whole thesis on the ministry I was involved with without me knowing Arise Women's Ministry. And Pastor Matty told me, you know, she wrote like a whole thing about you and, and the ministry you're involved with. But Marissa, she went from a good job to a bad job. She was cleaning cars. And one day we, uh, she was walking with me and I said, Marissa, I feel you need to leave your job. Leave what you know. I know you get a good salary there. Leave it. And come to the unknown. You're not going to earn that much by me, but we're going to walk in faith. But Marissa didn't know was she was entering her process. 
the day I can leave and she knows everything, how to do everything. I can put her in an office, she can run the whole office. I can send her into a meeting that I'm supposed to be in, she can run the whole meeting. Because I saw deeper than her. I didn't see somebody cleaning cars. I saw a great woman of a mighty God that's doing exploits for the kingdom of God. Come on. Did we make mistakes? Yes. Were I always a good boss? No. Did she get, went home sometimes crying because I was hard on her? Yes, because nothing comes, nothing good comes without pressure. Did she have to do things over because I wasn't pleased? Yes. But guess what? Today she can do anything. She even having her own little business. Don't give up because there's. God's goodness, His greatness on the inside of you. You may be fearful and you may be faithless, but I'm telling you, it's time that you start declaring and changing the atmosphere of the words that comes out of your mouth. Do you think Dr. Gustav let us just declare the word of God for fun? No. Every time you say it, it's something happening in the atmosphere on your behalf. Come on. You need to believe God's word instead of what you see. You need to feel God release the blessing and the breakthrough over your life. Because this year, 2022, with COVID or without COVID, we're going to break out, we're going to break forth, and we're going to break through. Because we're rising up as people of faith, an army that's trusting God no matter what. We're going to stand strong, people. We're going to fight the good fight of faith. We're going to run with faith. We're going to talk like faith. We're not going to give up and not going to give in. doesn't matter how it looks. Come on. It's a faith walk. And if you are here today, and you say, Tasha, I'm part of this army that's going to rise up and stand in faith. Maybe you don't know where your next plate of food is coming from, or maybe you don't know how you're going to go through Christmas, but you're going to stand up in faith. Maybe you, don't, you, are, you are in desperate need of a great miracle. But you know how we work it out is, Lord, use Bridget. Lord, Bridget has a red shirt. I'm trusting you for a red shirt. Just use it to give me that shirt. Come on, we, because that is the possible. And now it doesn't work out the way you want it to work out. Or God doesn't use who you want him to use. You're angry. And I'm ending with this. I was trusting God for a plane ticket. And that year God told me to sow and I, and we, were, we are on our way to Disney and God just provided. We didn't, our family didn't pay for it, so don't worry. The church didn't pay for it. The beards paid for it. Okay? That's the people that took us. 
And I was trusting God for a ticket because I sold my ticket money at the Easter conference. Come here. And I was really trusting God. And that year I sowed and I sowed and I sowed. And I, I know a lot of rich people. And I, me and God, to the Lord, I need to go to America. You can use my dad. You can use them. You can use, you know, naming God. said, no. The day I least expected, and I never told anybody who it was, this woman here paid half of my airplane ticket to America. Not anybody. Gina. With the natural eye, I was like, did she rob a bank? But God made a way. She had a miracle and she released a miracle on me. One year, Marlene, come. I want you to see that I'm not talking nonsense. My son, Matthew, it was the same year. I was flying to America in February. In February, they dropped me off. You know, it's very, you know, you must come and see it when I go to America. I've got so much drama, kings and queens in my family. Everybody cries. Like they're never going to see me again. Okay? Everybody's emotional. Everybody cries. And, and, and it's just crazy. But I love it because they're my children. Okay, everybody first look at Kayla. If Kayla cries, everybody else cries. So I pray Kayla cry because I like it when they cry. And my son looked at me, Matthew, said, Mom, I want to so want to go with you to America. And I said, son, soon. Not knowing that God heard his prayer right there. I came back from America. Something, um, she had a breakthrough. She came to me, she said, God said, I must give you 5,000 rand for your America. No, God, um, I was planning to go to England. I do apologize. Ne? It was England. And she said, God said, I need to pay for your um, um, give you money for your visa and I don't know what else it wasn't for a plane ticket it was for England and Marlene came in and you know she's single woman no extra income not a husband to rely on nothing and she said I, I want to give you 5,000 rand I said okay thank you and months go by my dad said that, we remember that was the first storm and all the schools were locked down and all that, that time. My dad said, you're going to America. And I'm like, I want to take Matthew. And I know there's not money to take Matthew. And Marlene was supposed to pay 5,000 rand into my account. She paid 15,000 rand for my son to go to America. Thank you. I'm just showing them, not to brag on them, just to show that I'm not talking nonsense. This is miracles that happen in my life. And the day I went, the same trip my son went with, I knew I only have so much money. I don't really have spending money. That night, 10,000 rand went off in my account. This is for your son, for America. A thousand dollars at that time. Don't tell me God can't do it. You are speaking to a woman that <laughs> experienced all kinds of ways how God... I'm, I grew up in Dr. Gustav's house. Hello? You see the miraculous like that. 
When he say we were so poor that the poor people call us poor men and as we were. We didn't know it because God always provided. And if you are here today and you say, I'm part of the army of faith, I want you to stand. And, and Sonia also wants you to come to the front. Father God, you see your faith people is standing, Lord. We are standing strong, Lord, because we want to see our community safe. We're not just standing because what, is, what are they going to say if we sit? We are standing, Lord, because we really truly believe, Father God. We really believe that you are real and that your word is true. Lord, and I thank you because you have given us all a measure of faith. You have given it to us, Father, and thank you, Father, that we will not only have faith, but we will be movers and shakers, Father. A faith-moving people. Lord, I pray your blessing over your children. I pray that you touch them, Father. I pray that you break through, break out, and break forth for them in every single area of their life. There, Father, where they killed their miracle with their words, Father. We come against that, Father, and we speak life over dead things in the name of Jesus. We worship you, we praise you, Lord. For there is none like you. For you are good and you are great. And we worship you, thank you, Father, for what you are doing in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated just for five minutes. <clears throat> to have a heavy heart, not easy, that we're going to greet and Sonia today. She's been a blessing and part of the ministry for very long and she's just been the last thing of the year. She's just been a missionary walking and driving with Graceland and going into the community, praying and preaching. But her children needs her. She's going to Port Elizabeth. She will come and visit us for the conferences. She's not leaving the earth. She's just going to her children. And I just want us to stretch our hands over her and just let's stand up and just stretch your hands towards her. Father, we pray for Ansonia, Father. For the new beginnings in her life, Lord. That she will know when she enters PE, that PE will know, Father, a power force entered that area, Father. A woman of prayer, a woman of power, a woman of faith, a woman of destiny, Father. Lord, we as Loftal family, we release her today, Father. To do great exploits for your kingdom, Father, and to take an area by force, Father. And even through her, we will open a church in Port Elizabeth, Lord. Because nothing, nothing is stopping the move of God, Father God. Lord, we pray that you bless her, that you keep her, that you surround her with your love and your favor, Father. And where she goes, Father God, that she will not know lack, Father, but she will know your goodness and your mercy in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your blood that's over her. Thank you for opening doors over her. 
in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. You are blessed and highly favored. We love you. Enjoy, enjoy your children. Don't forget us. I'll see you at the Easter conference. We'll make sure you're here. Amen. Give God the God bless you for her. I want to say, um, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to come the 26th. Dr. Gustav will be in the house. He just needs to isolate because of traveling regulations. And then also, 10 o'clock the 24th, get your whole family to sit around your computer, your telephone, or however you do it. Go on loftal.com. Listen, listen to the Christmas message, the message of good hope. And then very exciting, Pastor Lee Miley. We also know his wife passed away, but he will do like he did last year. Our the service on the 31st of December, also 10 o'clock at night. So, but don't miss the 26th. We will be back here, Boxing Day, um, praying and preaching and spitting and laying on of hands and do what we need to do to get people skinny. And <laughs> now I'm teasing. Let's also pray for the Lemley family, Angelique's grandma passed away yesterday. And we just pray that God comfort them. It's a second grandma that passed away this year. And we know loss is not easy. It's not nice. So keep on praying for them. Bridget, come end of the service, please. Father God, thank you that we could all be here today. That we had the awesome opportunity to hear a great word of God that was meant for every single one in this service today. Let us take that word this week that follows and make it ours. Take the action and link it to our faith and just be what you want us to be. Be with everybody here. I'm praying for, especially for Angelique and her family for losing another grandmother. It's never easy to lose anybody, but we pray to strengthen them, to put your arms around them, to just love on them. I also pray for everybody here that they will have a good week and coming up to Christmas and remembering that it's all about you. Amen.